could we just clap our hands and thank him for moving in this place? Praise God. How many know we're in, a, in an apostolic church? How many are comfortable calling yourself apostolic tonight? And when you're in an apostolic church, sometimes the Spirit of God will move and sweep in our midst, and we're thankful for that. And uh, if you have your Bibles, we'll prepare uh, to go to the Word of the Lord. And we'll be taking our offering up at the conclusion of service tonight. And I thank you for responding. And uh, we do want to get into the good Word of the Lord. And I'm going to abbreviate my remarks, but tonight is the, the first in our series that we'll pick back up next Sunday night, our Sunday night sermon series entitled Burning Questions. And, uh, and thank you for standing. You can be seated. We're not going to go directly to a text as we usually would. Uh, and you've been submitting questions for over a month now, and we opened it up to where you could ask anything that you wanted to ask. You could ask it uh, anonymously if you'd like. Many of you chose to do that. And uh, we've had uh, a, a large volume of questions come in, and uh, we're going to do our best to get to all of them, uh, only be able to address two individual questions tonight. And, um, and I feel that we're in the will of God doing this. And, uh, and so I'm going to begin with burning question number one, and uh, this was submitted anonymously, uh, but I'd like to begin by reading the question to you uh, in your hearing, and if you have questions, it's not too late, you can turn them in, uh, and we'll try to get to them before the year is over. So the first question was this, how do you know when you have completely forgiven someone? Something triggered a memory of that person and what they did to me, and I felt angry. And I always have to ask God to forgive me when this happens. I feel as though my definition of forgiveness is the wrong definition. Is forgiving someone being able to remember what they did and not feel that surge of emotion? Or is it not caring about it anymore? I've always felt conflicted within myself about this. I think that's a good question, don't you? And forgiveness is, of course one of the foundational doctrines of the Bible. And so I would like to begin by looking at the biblical definition of forgiveness. There are two kinds of forgiveness in the Bible. In the first, God forgives or pardons us of our sins. And the second is our obligation to forgive or pardon others for their offenses against us. As Christians, our relationship with God is restored because of His willingness to forgive us. How many are glad that God forgave you of your sins tonight? Remember, we were all born with a verdict of guilt over our lives. The hospital room that heard our newborn cries and wrapped us in warm blankets didn't see the fate that we were destined for. The birth certificate didn't read guilty offender and our parents didn't see our horrific crime. But make no mistake about it, we were all born in a metaphorical courtroom where our verdict was guilty. And because of the work of Calvary, we find forgiveness in Jesus. And I'm thankful for that tonight. And we gladly accept, we willingly, we happily, we joyfully accept that forgiveness from Jesus for ourselves. Accepting forgiveness, whether from God or other people, is always easy. 
But giving forgiveness can be the hard part. But Jesus really couldn't have been any clearer about our obligation to forgive others. Look with me at Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 14. Jesus said it clearly. He said, for if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive men not their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So the act of forgiving doesn't come easy for most of us. Our, our natural internal instinct is to re- recoil in self-protection when we've been hurt, when we've been wrong. We don't naturally overflow with mercy, grace, and understanding, especially when we've been hurt by someone. So this is a burning question. Is forgiveness a conscious choice or an emotional response? Is forgiveness an emotion or a decision? And I believe that forgiveness, listen to me carefully, is a choice that we make through a decision of our will. And it's motivated by obedience to God and His command to forgive one another. How do we forgive, preacher, when we don't feel like forgiving? How uh, do we make the decision to forgive and allow our heart to be changed? Let me tell you, we forgive by faith out of obedience to God's Word. And since forgiveness goes against our nature, we must forgive by faith, whether we feel like it or not. We trust God to do the work in us that needs to be done so that the forgiveness will be complete. And I believe that God honors our commitment to obey Him and our desire to please Him when we choose to forgive. He completes the work in His time. And so we continue to forgive. That's our job. We do the forgiving. And we do it by faith, even when we don't feel like it, even when, even when everything inside of us pushes against that, that need to forgive. Until the work of forgiveness, and that's God's job, is done in our heart. Look at Philippians 1 and 6. He which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I believe that God will complete the work of forgiveness in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, if you will be obedient to Him in your actions. So let me do this very quickly. I want to just say, and if I had time, I'd go deeper into this. And maybe we'll come back to this important topic another time. I want to turn it over to Pastor. He has one final question to answer tonight. But I want to look very quickly at some things that forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not approving or diminishing sin. It's not saying, well, it's okay. Nobody's perfect. Everybody makes a mistake. It's no big deal. Forgiveness is not making light of sin. Can the church say amen? Sin is a big deal. But forgiveness is also a big deal. Secondly, forgiveness is not enabling sin. We should never allow forgiveness to be an an enabler of sin. In other words, we don't say, I forgive you, and so now I'm going to help you to continue in sin. Can the church say, praise the Lord? Number three, forgiveness is not denying a wrongdoing. It's not a state of denial where we say it didn't happen, and I'll forget all about it. I'll just move on and pretend like it never happened. I didn't let it affect me. That's not true. It's not the denial of wrongdoing. Forgiveness is not denying that you were sinned against, but it's the willingness to forgive anyway. Praise God. Forgiveness is not waiting for an apology. Forgiveness is not forgetting. 
Forgiveness is not ceasing to feel the pain. We don't hear in the Bible that all the tears are wiped from our eyes until the resurrection of the dead and the final unveiling of the kingdom. It means people will suffer until He comes. But can I tell you, it's worthwhile to be obedient to the Word of God and forgive even when it hurts. Uh, Forgive when you don't feel like it. Because forgiveness will produce freedom and liberty in your life. Forgiveness will set you free. Amen. Forgiveness is not neglecting justice. Forgiveness is not trusting. I hear this all the time. My dad molested me and he said he's sorry. Can he babysit my kids? The answer is no. No way. Well, my boyfriend or my husband, he hit me, he beat me, and he's done it time and time again, and he said he's sorry. Should we just pick up where we left? No, no, no. Forgiveness is not suddenly trusting and denying that there's a problem, but forgiveness is saying, I've been wronged, and they may continue to wrong me, but I will forgive them and be obedient to the Word of God. Forgiveness is not necessarily reconciliation. It takes one person to repent. It takes one person to forgive. It takes two people to reconcile. That's why Paul says in as much as it is possible with you, seek to live at peace with all men. Here's what he's saying. Do your best, but you can't be at peace with everyone. But if it doesn't work out, make sure it's their fault and not yours because it takes two to reconcile. All you can do is make sure that your spirit is right, that your heart is pure, that your hands are clean. And God will honor that. God will bless that. And God will bless you. You have to make a decision, a conscious decision, a conscious effort to forgive others. Luke 17 and 3, Jesus said it. Take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he trespass against thee seven times a day, and seven times in a day he turns again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. In other words, every time somebody repents, we have to make a conscious decision that I'm going to be Christ-like and I'm going to forgive them over and over and over again if necessary. Don't seek revenge or repay evil for evil. Let God handle it. 1 Peter 3 and 9 says, not rendering evil for evil. Or railing for railing, but contrarywise, blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. Thirdly, pray that the Lord will release any anger inside of you. How many know that sometimes you've got to give some things to God and say, Lord, I've got this in my spirit and I've got to, you've got to take this from me, Lord, because I, I can't carry this burden any longer. Ephesians 4 and 26, be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Verse 31, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. That really is the key, isn't it? And I'm closing with this and turning it to pastor. The key really is that when we find it difficult, when that old when that old sin nature, when that old carnal man rises up and says, I, I just don't think I can forgive again. We've got to go back to the cross and remember that Jesus shed his blood for us when we were yet sinners, when, when we were unworthy of forgiveness. We can't earn forgiveness. We, there's nothing that we can do that where we can point to God and say, God, you owe it to me to forgive me now. No, no, no. God forgave us when we were yet unworthy. And when that flesh in us doesn't want to forgive, we've got to go back to Calvary and say, Jesus, I thank you for shedding your blood for me. When I was just a wretched sinner, God, when I was deep in the mire, 
miry clay. You set my feet on a rock to stay, God. And because you forgave me, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna forgive my brother. I'm gonna forgive my sister. I'm gonna turn the other cheek, God. I'm gonna be obedient to your word. I'm turning at the pastor, but I'd like us to do something right now in the fear and the admonition of God. Right where you're sitting, I wish that you'd lift up your hand right now. Pray for your enemies. Pray for those that have despitefully used you right now. Come on, pray for them. Bring them to the Lord right now. The Bible says there is a blessing for you when you pray for your enemies. Thank you.